listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. As I spy from behind my giant robot eyes, I keep him happy because I might fall out if he cries. Scared of heights, so I might pass out if he flies. I keep him all out of pilot because I can't drive. Room enough for one. I tell my homies that they can't ride unless it's sitting on the shoulders, but that's way too high. Let's try not to step on the children. The news camera's filming this walking project building. Now there's holes selling holes like right around the toes and the crackheads bag at around the lower leg. There's crooked police the station at the knees and they do drive-bys like up and down the thighs and there's a car chase going on at the waist there's a vest on my chest i'm sitting in my room as i'm looking out the face something to write about still so got some damage from fighting the white house like hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a sunday with your feedback Mm-hmm. sorry the sunday feedback show guys oh um, shit i'm sorry for the people who go i always get the feedback show surprise nigga mm-hmm. i actually took saturday off because uh one i was just feeling tired um and i wanted to go see my brother and his family and my nephews and stuff and i got to go visit all my you know my my brother his wife and my nephews and that was fun yeah watch florida beat auburn and uh eat chicken wings and i made guacamole and um zucchini uh chips mm-hmm you got some what is it it's i call it uncle rufus but i rufus I, tea I, I made us made some correct. sauce which is actually a appropriated white person sauce they they just named it after a black man that's um, that's fine i can make it up was a, delicious though yeah i make up the imaginary black man named uncle rufus they already did uh but the thing is um we also took the day off in solidarity with our sister amanda seals okay <laughs> she was uh she was kicked out of a party a few weeks ago during the emmys and as a black woman you know we had to support this sister um so we said you know no podcast for these niggas today because until amanda seals is free we not free as a people <laughs> we not free mm-hmm. all of us so hopefully this uh you know that hopefully all the black podcasts this week take at least one day off so that they can uh speak out to the grave uh, injustice that was done to this black woman this black queen okay so uh if you check yourself you see a lot of these podcasts that say they go up for black women and they not supporting amanda seals do they really think about it because we're the blackout tips we we speak we believe and we act on what we speak okay <laughs> all right we say we support black women even the ones just dead ass wrong and crazy and it's been three weeks and nobody's vouched for them or took their side or expressed why everything happened uh you know even if Issa Rae said hey that's my name is Paul that's between y'all even over Issa Rae we more supportive because we took the day off okay I'm sure Insecure Season 4 gonna be lit and I'm gonna be here for it I will be here hopefully she don't get killed off screen um all right y'all <laughs> feedback shows where we talk about the stuff you guys had to say about the stuff we had to say um you can do it in a myriad of ways you can leave feedback via voicemail on the uh, skype 704-557-0186 as i'm just realizing i never opened skype um you can also do stuff like go to the blackoutist.com vote in the polls leave comments on those votes you can do stuff like um email us email.com and give us your thoughts on appropriation because apparently all you niggas decide to write us a chapter length 
uh what appropriation means to me essay after <laughs> after i asked y'all politely not to even waste your time writing it in because none of you niggas are gonna even agree with each other but you will somehow need to express yourself it's, it's honestly amazing honestly it's like why do we do the show um <laughs> and then of course you can leave us five star reviews which is one of our favorite ways to leave feedback for the show you go on itunes stitcher leave five star reviews we did get some and we will be reading them yay and of course uh you can also give us your money by going to the blackoutist.com on the right hand side there's like a thing like hey you want to get on some money you want to do it one time you want to do a recurring every month you can do that and all you got to do is go to the blackoutist.com look on the right hand side and you can book and you can uh become a donator mm-hmm. and we shout them out as well so they will be getting shout outs i dedicate this to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today is a new day new day new dinero donna n says thank you linwood c we appreciate you as well lawrence c no relation we appreciate you and then to, make, to get another c in that b coleman okay bc another one in there uh keep it all appreciate you cedric w thank you preston f thank you preston calvin n over there with that mcdonald's we appreciate you monica t thank you uh as well james g we appreciate you gerard l thank you gerard lanika m thank you jason f terry w tyrone m uh jasmine a thank you jazz mike irvin the playmaker alexander m waste bees by sura eric m oh attitude check Rocco pride you know uh shout out to our homecoming being this weekend ah. uh dastry j uh girl shanna book shanna shanna you know from uh mtr network mm-hmm. oh a rachel h and now the other one is loading uh we still got some more to go though just take your time okay uh but yeah we appreciate everybody donating i mean it doesn't matter the amount it could be a lot or a little we get the same shout out to everybody deborah O, thank you mary h appreciate you mary janine r thank you stefan h thank you stefan jonathan w we got a brand new recurring donator go to the new members class brand new darwin m thank you darwin we appreciate you we believe in natural selection as well come on play me out i smile even though it hurts me, I smile. I'm working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? 
and the people say oh, oh, oh. all right all right let's get into the five star review a few yeah you talking about a homecoming we haven't uh been to a homecoming and i could imagine uh if it was back like when we was when we were there i'm pretty sure we would be considered the old people now you know because when i when i went to fairfield pretty sure nigga of yeah, course yeah we, we yeah we're old people <laughs> what we would it's be considered close. old um, yeah but says almost 20 years yes we're old yeah we would we, we, we would be the old people be like y'all know this is the only week they gonna have chitlins and hog at the calf <laughs> all right let me get to these five star reviews uh you know how the old black people eat before i go give me a catfish sandwich plate come on white bread mustard five five stars the title is five by doug russell who says rod and karen strike a balance very few shows get right if you catch every episode it pays dividends and recurring bits jokes and other topics that build over time but if you miss a few episodes or fall off for a minute you can jump right back in without feeling lot uh left lost or excluded thank you i really do hope we give out that vibe to be honest man i we really strive for more of a um almost like when you listen to a daily radio show so that you know like if like if people miss an episode of steve harvey morning show i know y'all are like i don't listen to that but whatever if you miss or your local power 98 or whatever you don't then say i'm up i missed tuesday i'll never go back but people do that with podcasts sometimes which i find to be a little bit weird it's that completionist gene but with a show like ours that comes out five days a week ish um you don't really have to do that like we'll be back talking on current events if we say something that really sparks your like curiosity you can always go back and listen to a later uh, uh, earlier episode so i hope people don't you know tap out yeah we restart uh every episode like the simpsons no matter what happened in the episode them bart and them been in elementary school for 25 years now uh brit here five stars brit chris three says this podcast is fantastic Yay! i was introduced it to it through my cousin nikki shout out to nikki Mm-hmm. when you talked about childish gambinos this is america i've been listening ever since wow that's been like a year ago um shout out to that song man i still mm-hmm. fuck with that song heavy um i don't think i'm mad about this nigga ain't come out with an album after that i was mad i still love this in america uh this podcast gets me through my commute to work and when i take my dog on walks when, thanks for riding karen for your hard work you the best thank you thank you shout out to the dogs getting walked out here come on uh i came to learn of the struggles of women and lgbtq's five stars by john quavius underscore c and says and stay for the warmth and humor oh that's dope mm-hmm. I, I don't know who recommended us in that fashion but like i said i don't feel like the goal of our show is to educate people Mm-mm. but if a byproduct of our show and the things we choose to talk about and the the way we talk about them is that people feel like i'm learning i love that you know what i mean because i know that's how i learn so you know i listen to different shows and sometimes it's, it's out of the beaten path or something i wouldn't have heard and you know the goal is of those shows that i listen to is really just to hear folks give their own opinion from their point of view and you know sometimes i'm I'm really educated and fed from those things and been like oh, okay so this is how folks feel um love you guys by and this is for our spoiled movie review we got one new review on uh, five star review on itunes for spoiled movies uh the blackout to spoiled movie reviews you guys can check it out um i can't remember the last two i think we only reviewed two movies last month so it's like fast and furious oh yeah fast and furious 
uh the prequel with uh hobbs and shaw mm-hmm. and angel has fallen so no, every, every weekend we were looking at you like oh, no no not i want to watch yeah so we didn't get a lot of reviews mm-hmm. done last month yeah, we're but, not gonna force ourselves to watch nothing yeah um and we try not to watch movies we know we want to enjoy right anyway love you guys five stars by big right bk 35 who says i really enjoy getting new episodes from you guys i really get a thrill when i see you have a new movie review i like that i disagree with you about some films but your discussions make me want to see movies i may not have given a, oh i may not have given a shot just to have an opinion mm, yeah i uh yeah i appreciate that man like i said i the goal of our movie reviews is not this is the definitive take i think at least for me when i give a review i really do try to sit and think about what people would like and what people wouldn't like and not just do a let me trash or praise this film and leave no room for anything else but at the end of the day not everyone's going to agree agreed it's a it's a subjective thing it's 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 art um so the goal for me as a reviewer has never been to shift opinion to make people form a different opinion it's always been to just give my take on it and to consider other people's takes on it yeah yeah um i yeah and i and i try my best to be like that there are some movies that i i can admit i'm very biased on and i'm like i love it i love it i love it you don't like it i really don't care (laughs) you know but it's still just my opinion on how i feel about this particular thing yeah i just noticed like when i listen to other reviews there's like almost like a fighter's energy of like i came to debate or present a case about against or for this movie Mm -hmm and argue against everyone who disagrees and i mean that's a way to do it i know a lot of people that do it some of my friends that do movie review podcasts that's the tone of their podcast i just wanted to do something different i don't want our podcast to be you know we like x-men now fuck you you know like i kind of want to be like well yo this is what i liked about it and we and that's why we break it down to likes and dislikes instead of just you know let's discuss the movie it's like well what'd you like and what'd you dislike and i just did a full movie review with chris lambert on friday for joker and it 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 does end up being an hour and a half a lot of you know chris if you guys like like chris lambert and know our reviews is you know the latter half of it turns into a discussion about race and movies in general and criticism and stuff like that it's it's a still fun listen Mm -hmm. but like the the point is like we talked about joker what we liked what we didn't so it didn't just become a this is you know the greatest movie ever or the worst you know all right uh we got one five star review on stitcher which was from anon joe who says five stars and the title is five star one of my favorite podcasts to listen great format and tons of content love the recent this too much the 17th mama line laughing my ass off thank you thank you you know try to uh me and bossy have fun um like i said she's traveling so it'll probably be um a few uh a couple weeks at least um until we do uh (laughs) another uh episode but you know i appreciate y'all for listening i appreciate Mm -hmm. y'all for writing in and leaving responses to that show and letting us know what you think and your theories and mostly i appreciate y'all for not spoiling it like i haven't even watched last week's episode and nobody was in my mentions like wow rod this that or the other you know so um hopefully that continues up for a couple weeks because i like to binge right before we record because i like to be fresh you know what i mean i like to 
walk up in there and drop drop that fresh hot take you know <laughs> and bossy sometimes she watches it two three times like she'll 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 break it down so uh we'll see if she can keep that up though i know with, with this schedule yeah this schedule is gonna be crazy man so but it's all based off of just success of her and her book man so like i'm, I'm so excited for her yeah and happy so excited all right let's get into y'all's comments on the website theblackguywhotips.com like i said you go there each episode has a post you can click on the post you can leave comments you can vote in the polls all of that stuff the feedback episode was called punches and hugs it was episode 1965 angela Danell says uh oops i meant to leave my review on the main feed rather than spoil movie review feed apologies uh you know what we're fine we need those reviews on spoil movie Mm -hmm. review feed we'll take it baby anything to get us them five stars come on falcons diva says greetings karen and rod just wanted to clarify y'all were not adding stress to my life oh she talked about needing to take a break from Mm -hmm. just so like current media and stuff like that and uh but she said i was um y'all weren't adding stress to my life but i was at a point where i was willing to try a tbgwt fast it didn't last long though because y'all bring too much laughter to my life smooches thank you diva thank you baby and like i said man i'm not even like even if we would have been that's okay like same i i I don't take it personal of like uh all this stuff is for a season you know we have some listeners that they go back years and you know like they're not we met them we've talked to them mm-hmm. um and then just one day they're like yeah i'm off of this i'm yeah, almost i'm gonna listen to another show else. and we don't take it personal there's yeah. people that are that are, are fans of ours a guest comes on next thing you know they writing into the other to the other people's show and i'm like great you know what i mean love on them too yeah and like you know with the thing like with me running the business behind the scenes doing all this this different work you know i see stuff like when someone becomes premium when they stop being premium mm-hmm. when somebody's like i don't want to donate anymore when people's like people's life circumstances change like maybe you had a job where you could spend 10 hours a week listening to a podcast and keeping up with stuff and right you know there's people we, they rotate in and out of the chat room sometimes during you know everything has a season right and if you don't learn to not take it personally to let things go to embrace that you know to not fill the void with insecurity because like um you know because i think uh if you're insecure and someone stops listening it's like a a vacuum is created it's like well what happened did i do something did this what you know how do i fix this and i and i think having that type of obsessive personality and stuff can really uh is not good for creativity Mm -mm. so if someone were to tell us like hey we had to take i had to take a break or i wasn't listening but i'm back i'm really more celebrating cool you back you know and even if you're just back for a week and you go i'm done with this that's fine too like i'm never gonna try to take it personal because it's like i said you just don't know what's happening with other people somebody could just like you know i've had people write us when they couldn't be premium anymore and be like you know i lost my job i'm gonna be back though i love you guys blah blah blah. i'm like you didn't even have to do do that no like i don't don't want you to personally yeah and you don't owe me shit no you don't you like even listening to this there's a million podcasts you could be listening to so i just try to move in a spirit of thankfulness so i was right. never at no point was i like we added stress to her life so uh that you know she gotta go um uh, and feeling a way about it if it would have been true you say it's not which is fine but if it would have been true that some of the topics we cover we talk about race gender uh lgbtq issues uh like crime like 
some of this shit could be stressful to people and he- yeah and heavy yeah and i and we don't really do trigger warnings we do you a we give you a like a uh uh description of the episode and stuff so you can read from the description if something in there is gonna bother you but you know we just do the show and then and talk like we talk so yeah i like if it would have been stressed dog i would have totally been like that's cool and take care of you first yeah because you because you come first and we understand that everybody can't put five on it like we truly understand that so it's one of those things where hey if you can't put a five dollar bill you can do the five stars which is free so it's yeah. one of those things where we we don't want but even with that i'm saying i'm not even talking about i'm saying i notice like when people are in the chat when yeah, people interact with us on twitter mm-hmm. and then I, you know because of just the way my brain works i also notice when people stop yeah you know i you know uh the the only thing i really don't like is when people do the like passive aggressive like now everything i'm saying they disagree with now everything they're saying they're needling me and picking like if that's the case i don't do hate follows just leave me alone yep but but if you still like like us you just don't fuck with our show no more yo i'm cool with that i am cool with that too i'm not gonna kick you out the room yeah the same way i try not to get too up when things are up and people are like when we were on vice i wasn't like and now we're headed to the big leagues like i just know like if you hang around me you see i'm still like yeah this ain't really gonna do shit for us we'll see you know and that's not a negative device it's Mm -mm. just that's my mentality if i don't get too high i can't get too low if somebody is off of us i can't i won't be mad at them for being off of us and uh so that you, you know i i notice it but i don't reach out to try to like Mm-mm. guilt people into coming back or no, sure don't or or it be invasive into their lives like you you know and think about how many times we create these stories in our heads and it's so unproductive i'm hitting you up like man so you don't fuck with the show no more and you're like nigga i got cancer oh, oh my bad my bad you know like it's not my fucking business so yeah whatever whatever reason you didn't even have to write in and explain we love that you felt the need to write in and, and say right. hey i'm back but you none of y'all have to explain shit to me man you don't mm-hmm. owe me nothing nothing uh are you proud of yourself is the poll yes or no karen i'm proud of myself yes all right 87 percent of the audience agrees with you 13 percent say no they are not proud of themselves uh black steve says despite how crunk i got at the thrive talks event your boy has come a long way trying to raise a daughter gotta be my ultimate accomplishment though uh yeah steve we had a good time with steve man um uh and the thrive talks was uh was so fun man and Mm -hmm. shout out to our fans that came out there i I don't know for sure but it felt like we were the only people that had fans there we were so okay karen knows for sure so mm-hmm. we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did, I, you know we were yeah okay so it was good to be represented but i did so if they were there they didn't make it known that they were fans yeah so it was uh our fans were like i'm here hey niggas i'm here you know it was cool man uh episode 1966 sunday service sellout talked about eddie murphy returning to stand up uh george collins six nine a bunch of stuff uh Cl- chub zero says hello karen and rod i gotta say i was once a huge yeezy fan i even named my rescue pit pablo after my favorite kanye album oh yeah life of pablo man i i, I swear that album was slept on man that was good i even let that rebel flag fiasco slide you know what's crazy man sometimes y'all bring up shit and i'm like when did this happen he's done so much stuff it's hard to keep track like i don't even remember the rebel flag name i'm sure it was bad uh-huh I remember i it think probably he made was a like long a time jacket ago. or something like that 
yeah he did it was a jacket if i'm I'm, y'all okay but when he popped up on tmz talking about slavery was a choice i had to step back so now he got a new album coming out like you said rod it'll be easy to ignore him if it's whack always but what if it's fire you know most rappers is not all like to uh to talk about their past experience if oh if not all like to talk about the past experiences what if kanye gets on a dope ass beat but he's talking about when he went to the white house and kissed trump's ass it's a no for me dog i'm saying dog that's my that might be what the album is but uh anyway i'm not the thing for me man and this is nothing personal to you christians out there but anytime someone start doing gospel rap i'm out <laughs> yeah, it don't even fucking you matter. You always tap out. You're like, the fuck? No. I don't give a fuck if Jay Z made a gospel album, Kendrick. I don't be caring. Like, you gotta fool me into liking some gospel shit. Like, <laughs> I gotta think it's real you, rap. And you gotta like, be listening. You talk about Matthews. Like, John low key. Luke, what's happening here? Like, low key, Jesus Walks might be one of my least favorite Kanye West songs because it's so simplistic. Um, even, I mean, I don't hate it, but it's just not like that wasn't the song that made me be like yo i fuck with kanye west i was like okay i guess you know i'm just it's just not for me so when he say a whole ass gospel album i'm good i didn't fuck with that snoop dog gospel album that won a bt award like i don't think i i heard of it but i never sat down and actually listened to it yeah i just don't be listening to shit like that man like i'm i'm, I'm good man y'all gotta talk about some bitches and hoes man i'm <laughs> like what the fuck snoop like you ain't smoking weed no more you what's, what's gonna happen i don't i don't need to see this uh but anyway the poll was are you gonna cop that kanye gospel album seven percent said yes karen uh, uh, depends okay for me i mean yes i'm gonna listen to it yes i'm not gonna say i'm gonna ignore it i'm gonna listen to it yes karen's in the seven percent and so if it ain't good i'm act like the shit never existed and keep it pushing 93 percent say no i'm gonna tell you right now no it's a no for me uh we had comments black steve said y'all wild and yeezy been trash for a long time that don't mean i got a lot of myself like pablo ain't slap uh i thought pablo slapped but you do know he dropped the album after that and i noticed you didn't mention it <laughs> it's quite interesting he also did some collaborations with some people kids see ghost and like that, pablo, coming up. that pablo slaps that's all you need to know sir not a lot coming up about that uh anonymous says regarding canceling problematic artists you may not remember but last year there were a cuban puerto rican artist named sabrina claudio that repeatedly used the n-word on instagram several years ago when she was in grade school and said other unsavory things about black women i remember that before this news came out i was bumping her music on the regular and guess what i did after still bumping it on the regular i'm a black woman myself and was hurt by her comments but she apologized i guess and that was a long time ago and i love her music i'm ashamed but whatever i like what i like smiley face i mean that's pretty much me i don't but see that's the thing i just admittedly tell people i don't cancel shit i think it goes in one ear out the other it does most people don't pay you no attention they feel like i cancel you cancel no not exactly yeah like whenever someone tries to apply their morality to me i'm always like you don't listen to me and value me as a person so i don't want to discuss this with you right talking to my brother yesterday man we were talking about the Chappelle special and stuff and how we felt about it and you know i was like i thought it was good because he's always good and like i look at comedy the way i look at almost like sports where like tom brady can come out and have a a tom brady game where he plays pretty well and then he can have a tom brady game where he just plays flawlessly right and Mm -hmm. you're like god damn i see why he went super bowl right well to me i'm like dave Chappelle had a tom brady game like 
i like some of it didn't like some of it and i leave it at that you know i don't have to like defend like if tom brady throws an interception do i have to run on the field and be like no that interception <laughs> was like that's how i felt about like whenever he does like his transphobic ass shit i'm like yeah those are those are pick sixes dog them went the them jokes to me went the other, other way. way yeah they weren't very high quality jokes they were kind of like other shit he put way more thought into and you can tell you know um and so I, I look at it that way and his highs are very high his lows to me are very low so um but so many people these days feel like they have to defend the person and they have to defend even the shit that they claim not to agree with out of some sort of solidarity and i think that they're really missing the point uh with that but that's why i don't discuss shit with them i save stuff for the podcast or in person with people yeah and everybody has their line there are some people i like and enjoy their shit them as a person is a whole nother thing and like like you said because of the age of the internet we know more about artists that years ago we would not have known about so i think a lot of people they feel this connection where if i support your music i support you right and to an extent it's true but to an extent i i know on certain people i'm like okay yeah you're problematic but this shit bangs and i'm willing to say that but every you know for some people because they put that morale up if i listen to your music i support you they want everybody else to feel like that and i'm like nah doll okay you don't fuck with him cool but you can't make me stop fucking with him yeah people always say shit like can you separate the art from the artist and they ask that like philosophically as if there's a quandary for them and i guess i don't know why but it's just never been a thing for me Mm -mm. like i've never felt a connection to someone as a person because i like that art like a connection in that i have to defend them because i like this thing right because that's the thing i'm not defending them either that's the thing i listen i might listen to or watch whatever they're doing and go okay yeah they're problematic but what you don't see me doing is standing and defending their actions yeah it's just weird to me but i mean but it's a big thing for most people can't make that separation and so you know and especially if you're in the same demographic as a person like if you're a straight black man you're probably gonna be like there's nothing eddie murphy or Chappelle could say that i would be like that was a little too far you know um if you're a black woman you know there's black women that you're defending specifically because it's like i feel a kinship with this black woman Mm -hmm. you know so there's like people that pick these groups and shit and they attach to it but i'm like i don't know it just i i guess maybe as an empath i can kind of see empathy for everybody i can see somebody's side of something if it's somewhat logical and reasonable but it doesn't mean i have to defend it or mm-hmm. agree with it correct so i don't know detroit retiree sim says hello rod and karen i always love your episodes and your shows i would have to disagree with you regarding kanye being back or all the way back that church service that he did last week and was in detroit at the now newly renamed aretha franklin amphitheater aka sheen park which is an outdoor amphitheater where concerts like this are held throughout the summer in my book i do not consider it to be a sellout event when the tickets are free uh in detroit if you give anything out for free people will come and take the free stuff i do agree with you that if you want to get back with black people the best way to do it is through church religion a large segment well hold up let me stop you right there the fact that these niggas went for free anyway is still there's a cost to free you got to take your ass out somewhere to attend and the fact that it sold out in eight minutes that nah he back i'm like i you just you do have to just disagree because if he was quote unquote canceled and all this shit that people said 
eight minutes or no eight minutes like motherfuckers been like i don't give a fuck if it's free i don't fuck with him all right if chrisette michelle did a free concert somewhere it's not selling out in eight minutes like no, it's not that's that's a ridiculous amount of fast like so i want to say that part first the second part of it he was the top grossing rapper in money on the forbes list did last year right money don't lie so he's not he's back or uh, shit if he ever went anywhere he's back you know what i'm saying because that's really a year after his make america great again shit and he's back to me i mean i don't know i just don't know how you can can deny that because the money speaks even the way that people share his shit on social media with that sunday service shit that he's doing trends they sir they be they like i don't even fuck with him like that right i can't help but see it i haven't listened to any of it Mm -mm. but i can't help but no i take it back i did listen to one that said so anxious was because someone said this sounds like so anxious and it was like a it was like so anxious but with jesus on it yeah i haven't heard anything yeah it's cool Uh, but it was like uh i I click play because people was like this this nigga just remixed so anxious this ain't actual a gospel song is you know, like so jesus meet me at the throne in the temple i I was like this nigga <laughs> is stealing <laughs> like he gonna get sued when this shit drops the holy spirit because you're so, so jesus yes. come on to the crown come on to the crown of glory <laughs> i love it when you're talking holy it'll be come on so, so jesus yes um but yeah i was like i listened to like 30 seconds of shit was like y'all are wilding right now but yeah this, like i don't say it with any judgment of people for allowing him back in i, mm-hmm. I really say it more with judgment for people acting like they weren't going to correct you know i like the whole time i was like nothing's really gonna happen to this dude Mm-mm. and sometimes i think and and not saying this is for the person who wrote it wrote in i think some sometimes people take things so personally like this is how i feel and they project this is how everybody else should feel and if you don't feel like i feel there's something wrong with you despite what the numbers say right because at the end of the day like you say they're free so that means that people didn't have to pay for them which means people would have paid for them but people didn't pay because it was free and people still have to get out there travel out there make arrangements hotel whatever so you still have people going to an event that's free which is something that do you know how many people get away free shit and people go i don't give a fuck if it's free i'm not attending this right a large segment of african americans eat that religious stuff up and once again we'll do that forgiveness thing if you use religion as a vessel if a black family people can forgive a white supremacist who gunned down their loved one aka hugging and forgiving the off-duty cop from gunning down the most perfect black man since barack obama in his own apartment then it will be very easy for kanye to be forgiven for hugging on the trump yeah um yeah i think you're talking about that both um john uh verdict and his 19 year old brother hugging uh amber geiger in the court and uh it was definitely a very like emotional image for a lot of people i saw people going off for a couple days about that sharing it with the kind of come smell this you know tweets and a lot of hyperbolic like black like mock (laughs) it's funny to me because maybe it's because i'm not religious but like people were saying shit like if i die and my family hug that my killer my ghost gonna haunt them and then uh one person was like if my my family would hug the killer and then choke her in the courtroom and then and i'll be laughing from hell and i was like 
and then when your family go on trial they family will hug her then they'll kill mm-hmm. like like it's just be a, a, a big, big ass cycle it'll be a big like looney tunes version of just them all going back to hell at the same time but uh um, <laughs> you here you here too but yeah it kind of was kind of a weird thing for me i talked about in a pregame a bit where i feel like whatever dogma in a person that makes them willing to forgive something that egregious i know i don't possess that uh i'm not gonna knock it i do find it to be an admirable quality i i I mean i think if you do believe in a god forgiveness is the closest thing you can have to that god i don't think i think people knock it in a time like this um but they're not gonna keep that same energy but i think people knock it because we're upset but technically religious people that is what they're saying that that's the reason god is god that's the reason jesus is jesus is that he would look at you and say you've done some things that other people that are human find unforgivable but i don't you know that's why you got murderers on death row that become religious you know that's the first thing that happens is they're sending priests and stuff to talk to these people and you know that's why the deathbed confession is a thing like supposedly god can forgive you of anything and so if the highest echelon of being made in his image and all that stuff is to forgive yes you're gonna have some people whose internal makeup is dedicated to forgiveness as the ultimate overcoming of the suffering that they experience on earth um what i feel is that that's a very personal decision individually right for every human being to make and i wish i hadn't seen it you know i wish i hadn't seen what he did because i feel like that's so personal i wish it would have happened in the closed door now maybe he wanted the world to see it and that's okay if he did but i i just i don't know man i my mind just i just couldn't i couldn't have done it i couldn't have done it myself i recognize the i hope that he's not on the internet seeing what people are saying about him um and i just recognize that that's a just a tough situation to be in um and i also have empathy for the people who saw it and went the fuck off because to them it was such a betrayal of i guess the attention they paid to that trial like they feel almost entitled and owed his spite like they want because people were saying shit like because i said you know white people want feel like they demanding forgiveness from black victims of these crimes and white people are kind of black people are demanding like spite almost correct like i remember people got upset when the uh charleston nine happened that the families were so quick to be like we forgive this young man and you brought up something in here that i wonder if you realize the irony of what you said you said the most perfect black man since obama why is both on john the most perfect black man i know why because they had that video floating around of him leading church worship service Mm -hmm. and y'all don't know him Mm -mm. more than his family does so if his family says he was the kind of christian that would want her forgiven i can't counterman that with but i feel like right i don't know this man i'm you know i feel kinship because he's black and i wish he was alive 
but i don't know him so i feel like a lot of people need to look at their own entitlement and arrogance in or saying that the most important thing here is this black family that lost a family member and erasing that with our own personal grievances and being like i would have did it this way well hopefully you never get the chance correct hopefully none of us get the chance to do it the way we want to do it hopefully all of our relatives stay alive and they're not getting murdered in cold blood by some fucking uh racist off-duty cop hopefully that's not happening to us and we never get to find out what we would have done in his stead you know we look at it like that verdict like we tune in and check in on this like like okay you have the, the the murder okay then you have all the news around like did she cover it up or not then you have uh you know uh the family then you have let's look into both in john's life okay then you had the trial okay then you had a verdict okay then you had the sentencing we're just checking in with this shit these the family members have lived with this for over two years so they may have reconciled with this because they can't make it from day to day in the anger that we can 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 selectively choose to be outraged and then be you know now i'm talking about amanda seals you know like we can do that i don't know what it takes my brother hasn't been taken from me like that so i don't know what it takes to make it to the next day when something tragic like that has happened you might can't spend every fucking day thinking about that shit all day and some people maybe they have been through it and that is how they got through it is i'm still mad i'm never forgiven i can't wait to you know whatever like i don't know and so the thing i i felt was like we need to allow for the humanity of that of that 19 year old black kid right you know we have to allow for it i think we should you don't have to but i think we should have some consideration maybe he'll feel differently about this in 10 years maybe he won't maybe he'll regret that hug maybe he won't but whatever it is that hug is not a reflection on me or black people in general or forgiveness in general or christianity in general i think that's an individual decision because i know christians that were telling me i wouldn't have forgave the bitch and i wouldn't have hugged her so now so now what am i gonna say you know well that's a bad reflection on all christians no it's you made an individual decision and i allow that under the auspices of blackness we try to smother people too much sometimes we have to stop and be like that's just what that person decided they happen to be a black person i wouldn't have done that shit now if he would have hugged her turned to the camera and said this is for all black people okay be mad but he he didn't it was a personal moment between them and whatever the hell he believes in that being said i feel t- completely differently about the judge and the bailiff they were at work and i don't know what the fuck they were doing come on like do you hand bibles to everybody is that a thing you hug all your defendants in your courtroom because if not i want to know what was so different about her you know how many other people have you sentenced and, and come down out of the uh you know off the off the dais and been like hey let me uh let me talk to you for a second you know what i mean because if not then miss me with that bullshit man like that y- y'all are there in the capacity of working for the state that's totally fucking different in my opinion straightening her hair and consoling her and shit like i don't see how that's any like that's just pure white woman tears like to the fucking rescue and i couldn't believe i like like i said i really wish i hadn't seen any of it because it's very emotional making it's very angering to see it um and it's very confusing and it's very 
i don't know it's a lot of things and i think it i think like i said with that family i i don't know them niggas and if that's how they get down that's how they get down i'm not gonna use them to, to then smother to, to, i'm not gonna try to smother them into like now you gotta die because you didn't handle this the way i would okay y'all grieving good luck you know but everybody everybody that worked in a professional capacity in that courtroom i i'm i'm closer to 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 feeling the way you feel you know anyway finally in the past few months lots of stories have been put out here about detroit racism such as black people being kicked out of bars and or stopped and harassed by police officers while walking to meet for lunch you have to understand that detroit is surrounded by white suburban towns and cities these white suburban areas are where most of these incidents happen even though there have been a steady gentrification going in the city of detroit but i'm sure where you live is probably the same way yeah it is no one really talks knows the small suburban towns around the major cities so in order to get the story out if they they always use detroit or charlotte no one read the story if it said royal oak or farmington hills michigan anyway thanks for the opportunity to give you some feedback here with the good work thanks man thank you and uh yeah we appreciate you detroit retiree sims that was that was a lot to talk about but um i did want to talk about those things so appreciate you for the opportunity uh secure the bag of cotton this is the episode we had <laughs> with chris lambert yes which was uh you know one of these meandering we talked about everything and nothing at the same time episodes right movies and everything else yeah stand up podcast and all that stuff um felix left a comment i'm not even going to pretend like i was actually going to see joker in theaters after what todd phillips had been saying about how he hates comic book movies and was making a real movie it got off on the wrong foot from jump everything he says since has only put me off it more every statement he makes drips with condescension and fragility uh the movie is probably good but i'm not gonna go see it with how he comes across through uh throughout this lead up to it yeah can't knock you felix yeah something to me because me and roger kind of talked about this you could have just fucking put the movie out okay we can fuck what you call it and just put the movie out and let the movie speak for itself but you didn't want to do that yeah you wanted to come out you wanted to to talk about how it's not comic book related so then you bring up the two camps the people that's like the fuck i like comic book movies bitch you got a comic book character why ain't this about comic books and the i don't like comic book characters that follow the comic book you could have been like this is our own version of the joker comic books do that all the time fuck it they have versions that aren't even related whole new worlds they make up marvel have a whole series what if like like all kinds of shit that people do where they put their particular version in a bubble unrelated and unattached to anything you could have just did that and people would have watched it or not watched it people would have been mad either way but you did this bullshit and then you turn around and you got mad because you wanted the controversy because you said the hot fire things that get both sides to going and then you're shocked and surprised when you get this rebuttal and you get people arguing and you get people talking shit about you and and shit like that like y'all like oh i didn't know it was gonna be like this the fuck you did that's why you goddamn said it so it's like you can't have it both ways you can't do stuff to stroke a fire and then get shocked that the fire came and fucking burnt your movie up because people are gonna go see it regardless some some people are gonna go see it some people aren't gonna go see it and that was gonna happen either way but now you got people feeling strong in their convictions about the movie going fuck this movie or this is the greatest movie ever and that's the part that irritates me just put your goddamn movie out you wouldn't have had this problem you wouldn't have had the controversy you know none of that shit yeah and uh dc's animated joints have been doing this for 
years now of just this is a certain version of this character it has nothing to do with the other versions of this character and they just move on mm-hmm. so the, they could have done that correct um also someone did bring up that um the witness in um the both of jean trial was killed um last night um Aww. yeah he was uh very it was instrumental in getting a conviction and then he was just uh gunned down uh i think in a parking lot uh something like that uh people uh, obviously people are speculating that it was assassination uh because he was a witness and uh, people are saying it's the police people are blaming the hug for his murder which i'm gonna be honest i read some of the people saying that and i don't know what their point was right how that, did that, that doesn't make sense what how did that hug get him killed i'm really trying to understand that because they're just mad they gotta yeah. make a connection with everything like i see certain shit and you just almost have to let it go because it's just some twitter shit like correct like you can't make the connection so you just hated that hug so much that you want to turn it into and it, it allowed him to be killed um so i i don't i don't i don't know like i I'll, only thing i know for sure is just i'm gonna wait to talk about um the detail i need to wait for more details to come out it's just, like it's so easy to just be like this is what happened and you know especially in the immediacy of social media i just would like to know more and you know we'll see man but i don't have the answers or the hot take right away i just mm-hmm. i just whatever happened was tragic and sad and mm-hmm. i just hope that someone can figure out what happened to him and if it's related to the dallas pd then maybe someone else needs to investigate what happened to him and not not them you know agreed all right would you take money to cover up a hate crime against your child yes or no seven percent of y'all said yes 93 percent said no uh anonymous says question what exactly is a hate crime i mean it depends well either you listen to the show or you didn't uh brooklyn shoe babe said uh, uh, i like how what exactly is a hate crime uh brooklyn shoe babe says i take money for not killing the person who committed the hate crime that's not the same thing uh how about (laughs) beth i said yes because i don't have a child beth and man you guys really tried to talk your way out of this one um I say yes because i don't have a child come what are y'all doing <laughs> what's wrong with y'all uh obviously the proposition the pre the, the the question is if you had a child like do i have to say well if you had a hypothetical child would you do it like come on guys what are y'all doing you just want to say yes that bad and phil g says <laughs> f them kids i will not be put on summer jam screen haven't explained a lie um yeah 93 percent of y'all had some some reasonable sense and know how to answer a question so thank you for those people um because the answer is no <laughs> like fuck out of here y'all know y'all wouldn't take no money for a hate crime against one of your children and shit y'all would be fucking crying murder and shit um let's see what else um cultural commerce was episode uh, 1968 we talked about cultural appropriation which i always hate to talk about because niggas really want to write a chapter every time we do the shit and this ain't even counting the emails we got so let's get into these long form replies ah, these formless. i'm really gonna stop talking about this shit on the show at some point because i just it's the same thing every time and <laughs> like it's no offense to everybody but it's like nobody can just be like oh yeah good talk it's always gotta be like uh, <clears throat> let me break Excuse out my uh, focus it's, it's, lights it's, catch camera action is this my gong 
yeah doo, doo, doo. let me uh talk to y'all for a second uh-uh four score and 13 years ago come on uh anyway catrice writes my, in you you know what you know what you wrong my brother <laughs> catrice writes in y'all really are the best i'm typing this comment as i'm listening to this episode a couple of points i agree with karen's assessment of the match.com situation i tried match and eHarmony many years ago so things could have changed by now but i definitely chose them because they were reputable and supposedly for people only interested in serious relationships eHarmony is particular in particular requires you to complete a profile that takes about two hours if not more so by the time i did all this crap i definitely wanted to pay for the service and receive instant results i believe both sites sent me tips on how to enhance my profile to receive desired attention and results but never sent dummy responses i think i received one response and ultimately canceled both subscriptions after a couple months it's saying all that i see why tinder and similar sites are now so popular because quite honestly i found that i got more hits on the free dating sites like yahoo at that time and those sites i did that didn't require extensive profiles or questionnaires but of course the men mostly just want netflix and chill so anyone on match and eHarmony even now are probably trying to weed out the hookup crowd yeah let me just say i want to clarify here catrice uh that's not karen's assessment of the match.com situation karen i was saying that the people who sign up because they get random messages that are like like not the people that pay for the service right away but the people that say i want to pay i'm gonna do it for free and then they get a fake catfish reply like hey big boy you in charlotte north carolina and then they go pay however much the fee is that's men only men that horny (laughs) <laughs> like that men do stupid <laughs> shit like that that's probably the, i bet half be like, hey is, sexy you alone wink wink yeah like women probably signed like you said if they want to pay for that service they probably decided that shit when they were signing up like yeah, that was my thing yes yeah that's a totally different point than what the story was about the story was if you get catfish you weren't gonna pay and then somebody's like hey I, I got some you know i'm in town and i would love to date you and you go well now i need to give eHarmony 25 dollars you a man yeah because women are like a dick is a dick is a dick like like the fuck is this yeah that's my guess anyway i guarantee more men did my guess is i don't know you know you guys could still be right but i feel like more men pay the fee out of lust yeah you might in preparation you might have a handful of women to do too because like you say you're just randomly hitting people up so but like you say i don't i'm taking a guess at what i think it is but you would have men and women both or, or just i mean yeah it pro- i'm sure it works on a different you know i i'm saying i think it's more men who do the impulse okay oh i might get okay, some pussy okay that, that then, random then, yeah yeah then women doing an impulsive let me spend 30 more dollars on this on this like on this shit that i i wasn't gonna spend any money on yeah because i agree with the with the person who wrote in women are like hey i don't want to deal with that bullshit so that's right. why i'm paying for this okay okay they're now trying to we're on the, women okay, are always trying to no not all women da 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 you guys know we're generalizing right but women are always trying to weed out the just the people that are just dicks correct you know like they're always trying to in real like yeah just yeah dicks. it's like it's like a. a, a they're trying to narrow down the dicks being thrown at their face it's like Come okay on, like hot dogs it's too many dicks and then the men are always trying to increase the numbers so if they get even a, what they consider to be a nibble i'm sure they're like oh ooh, i'll get some money i might get some women it's like you're not gonna get nothing 
uh i love your commentary on cultural appropriation it was very nuanced and much needed initially i thought y'all were being too being hypocritical because i remember your commentary on katie perry and iggy azalea i know y'all are better than that so i patiently awaited as y'all fleshed out your points and you did the truth is there is a difference there's a difference in culture vultures and culture blenders and bars yeah i appreciate you being patient a lot of people write long form paragraphs before and you can tell they haven't finished listening to the episode it's like i had to stop the show and write in it's like god damn i hate cultural appropriation conversation <laughs> like take it to tumblr okay you we we covered everything write your 500 word essay on there you're not gonna write something that we were like we didn't even think of that like we thought of it we just didn't give a fuck Agreed. our rwh 2016 says i agree with rod men are much more thirstier than women we men are suckers for this scam back in 2000 yeah. i got catfish from a dating site a co-worker recommended once i signed up as a free user i started getting those messages but of course if you wanted to respond back you had to upgrade the premium and of course most of the messages were bogus yeah it's us mm. it's us we stupid regarding matchmaking companies sending their customers fake love interest messages i think someone something similar happened to me a few years ago i was doing a free trial for a black dating site that i've forgotten the name of black people meet the conversation yeah. typically consisted of them hey me hi how hi how are you no response then the next day them hey it was so ridiculous that two days before my trial was up i got a message from a guy who could actually hold a conversation that held similar interest in mine the day before my trial was up there was no message from him then after it expired there was a message but i would have to pay to see it i figured it must have been someone worked for the company trying to get my coin so i left it alone smart right 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 before it expires and that's probably when those people get hit up the most mm-hmm. like i said black women too smart women too smart for that man would have took it <laughs> hey man she must have just been busy yesterday uh, as a black woman who enjoys k-pop anime bollywood latin music and the last dragon i appreciate how complicated cultural uh ex- appropriation vulturism appreciation and exchange is as far as k-pop artists being trashed towards black people it does happen but what's worse is the reaction of the non-black k-pop fans who when black fans speak out on it that's where you really see the vitriol and uninhibited racism explode yeah man that's just a whole nother world i chose not to get into because I, I i like i don't knock the people with the k-pop shit and i see black people trying to get into it and you know i've been in restaurants where i'm like yo this k-pop shit be banging like i ain't got no knock yeah, i might on not it. know the artist but when i hear it, like i fucks with this right but what i do know for sure is that uh i ain't trying to fight niggas Mm-mm. so um oh wait someone wrote a comment in during the middle of the show um i'll read it it's for the last episode rod justin i Justin, i think you mean chris maybe i a black man watch little boxes on netflix do not try and say you don't know any other black people watch this movie i refuse to be placed in one of your little boxes love you guys thanks for the for the content all right there you go uh, anonymous says i used to watch lily scene and there has there's definitely been a progression in her youtube career that has led to her where her show is now or where she is now it's reminiscent of how people felt about i guess i think donald glover put danny glover uh donnie donald glover's rise in that he never publicly atoned for that past not saying he has to but his art has changed reflecting that he learned from it lily's work is the same in my opinion earlier in her youtube days her own community used to call her out for playing up indian stereotypes to her portrayal of her parents for clicks it was true though she just reduced critiques as haters but i did notice the decline in those type of videos over time yeah i mean that's the thing man we talked about it with donald glover like people really want like a public mea culpa 
that they're not gonna accept right right you're not gonna fucking accept it so it does not fucking matter like i I, like i don't like they're gonna always use any mistake or any position you held in the past against you doesn't matter if you atone or apologize we don't care so you really do waste your time with some of these apologies if you're gonna continue to work make better work you know if you see the critiques don't try to address them or defend yourself just fucking do take it into an under advisement and try to do something better next time because most of these motherfuckers do not give a fuck about you you're just a person to talk about for the moment entertainment so yeah maybe she did you know see all this shit and eventually come you know have a come to jesus moment and say well i'm just gonna do different type of work behind the scenes and we never got that apology or that moment so folks is like well still fuck her but let's be frank if she did it's still gonna be fuck her uh she later started doing mostly self-deprecating rap she always has bars lol and unicorn sparkly type content we all know caters to preteen white girls the audience youtube makes bank off of that was very that was the very beginning of the mainstream exposure it was interesting observing the commentary on the punjabi community uh, in the punjabi canadian community some were proud some were saying she's a safe brown girl that caters to white entertainment sounds familiar yep uh there's also the nuance you spoke on regards to people who feel other feeling a kinship with african-american culture specifically i've noticed the indian canadian population tend to take on bits of our culture as a greater rate than the indian american population how does that happen i can even understand the frustration of the jamaican canadian commentator uh commenter called because in toronto everybody bites off jamaican culture specifically and there's even historical nuance to that yeah J- drake just did it like last year maybe two years ago he was started doing all that patois and all that shit and it's like okay drake you know like you don't come from this but clearly this is what's hot for you right now there could be a mix of projection with that exhaustion there's just so much more nuanced than she raps so she's appropriating while i've personally outgrown her brand or of entertainment i can also recognize how she's grown and doesn't engage in our culture in that culture vulture way meanwhile i still copy those dances in that truth hurts video and cherish the time hip-hop fuck with south asian imagery imagery hard in the early 2000s hashtag hypocrisy gang gang because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, that's the thing if you talk to most people at some period of time you have accepted or branched off or dibble and dabble in the others that quote unquote now everybody would consider appropriation and not even on some good shit really Mm -hmm. like rappers rappers used to rap about women having chinky eyes that's not right that's that's not not, um that's that's not appreciate like even if you think it's a compliment it's clearly using a racial slur it's clearly like that was just a thing it was it wasn't getting blanked out on the radio it was just Mm -hmm. a fucking thing we did and then at the same time you know we want to hold this grudge and anger against asian people that you know co-op black shit like you y'all what about anti-blackness in your community it's like well nigga both of us got anti-whateverness in our community towards the other and to be frank we aren't calling it out like what well, i'm not seeing i don't remember trying no black person was like man fuck nelly i'm canceling this nigga what does he mean like none of us did that so i wish people would be honest on both sides and then you don't end any stupid ass like tumblr exchanges of no no i figured out appropriation y'all don't get it nah fuck out of here right uh will trump get impeached yes or no no 32 percent say yes 68 percent say no we got some comments don't even matter your fucking vote at your vote it don't matter it don't you unless y'all put handcuffs and drag him out the fucking office he's not getting impeached what do you mean your vote don't matter 
they, they can vote on it. Like, they can flap. Mm-hmm. And both of them be like, yeah, get him out. But it don't mean he has to step down. Well, impeachment and and be stepping down and resigning are different. But Correct. If you can be impeached without resigning. Correct. So you saying he won't. But I'm saying, I'm not. The question wasn't, will he be taken out of office? Will he resign? Will he get impeached? Oh, no. I still don't so you, think. Okay. Mm-mm. Thank you. Um, no, and the reason why I said that is because a lot of people think voting he goes he, like a lot of people think it's the same thing they think impeach okay you move from office and it don't work like yeah that. well you skipped explaining that you just oh, kind of went into a tangent my bad but yeah I, that's why i was like no he's not gonna get impeached and then no he's not gonna leave office either even if he gets impeached correct okay. e- even if they vote and say you are impeached he gonna stick his but like he's gonna stick his middle finger up and be like uh, the fuck and write write new rules and, and do whatever he does and be like i'm not leaving i even think even if he wins his next election i still think he will like it's all rigged and that nigga won't step out of office you mean if he loses the next i mean that's election? what i mean even what's if going he loses, on over there my, nothing no no, no. <laughs> even if he loses i'm sorry the yeah. next election i said win shit even even if he loses because i can see him winning because y'all motherfuckers i see a repeat okay but anyway even if he loses the next election i don't even think he would step down mm-hmm. because he has shown that he don't give a fuck about your rules and your regulations and the laws. Like everybody goes, but I don't think fuck your law. You, we got these rules. He don't. So when you deal with somebody that goes, I don't give a fuck about your rules and monopoly. What the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah, I feel you on all of that. I just wanted you to be clear. Thank you. You was kind of skipping around a little bit. <laughs> My bad. No problem. I'm really. I'll just be thinking about the emails. Like don't be writing up. She said when we know what she meant uh charles writes in if by impeachment you mean will the house vote to send articles of impeachment to the senate yes impeachment doesn't mean that the trial held in the senate will result in removing the president from office at this point i still doubt enough senate republicans will vote to remove him from office i agree uh how about best says i feel like i'll jinx it if i say yes but i i don't want to be on the wrong side of history if i say no i'm stressed give my vote to you both this is unrelated <laughs> to the poll i am desperate to know how karen how tall karen is a suspense y'all also this episode is hilarious love you both at how about beth oh i'm sure i'm five two and a half rich says i agree with charles congress will impeach but i'd be surprised if the senate will remove him from office also i read that even if the senate removes him from office trump can still run for the 2020 election a separate vote would have to be made to bar him from ever holding office again second sounds crazy to me out too monique says he could have gotten articles drawn up by pelosi time and time again over the years all the underhanded stuff that's coming out here is so treasonous and outrageous though trump had made it so nothing really sticks nothing really matters not even working with another government to once again persuade them to get dirt on our opponents this is a million times worse than the steel dossier um definitely won't stick but i'm interested in seeing how long the proceedings can be dragged out you can theoretically tie him up after the damn primaries now i'll end with this if all the grimy shit comes out and people still come back in that's what the country deserves yep agree really dark knight says impeach yes removed no if you think about it this fool is the very embodiment of every last thing the republicans accused for eight years uh eight whole last years that president obama was and they love it peace yep yeah i'm kind of with y'all i think they can possibly vote for an impeachment but we will not he, he won't be removed from office Mm-mm. so i agree uh and the last episode was uh domino's delivery insurance fraud no comments on this one but we did have a poll 
um that had one comment on it uh would you ever get piece of delivery insurance karen no because it's automatic if my shit get fucked up you ought to replace that shit i shouldn't have to pay for you to do your goddamn job well one person said yes that counts for two percent of the vote 71 percent of the vote said no and then 27 percent of y'all don't get pizza deliveries because mm-hmm. so, y'all y'all uh don't eat pizza or you probably go get it yourself from a reputable place yeah my thing is even if my shit ain't expedited uh, so i'm not paying the, the fee to move it at the top of the line but god damn it, it if i don't get my soda the fuck you yes you're going back getting my goddamn soda i paid for it i know fuck that you can give a fuck if i paid for insurance or not alicia says the pizza delivery and carry out insurance is free i think they're just trying to be funny and fail i wonder if the insurance covers stolen pizza oh it's free for real alicia well shit then um that joke really if that's a joke it completely got me because i didn't realize they were joking so shout out to whoever came up with that like they got me like popeyes got y'all with the bring your own biscuit bring your own bread like i i didn't fall for bring your own bread it was clearly a joke like if you want chicken sandwiches get three chicken tenders and bring your own bread and y'all was mad all day on what is this Popeyes? like it's clearly a joke the domino's delivery insurance thing i did not know was a joke Mm -mm, i thought it was like an extra 2.99 5.99 whatever the fee is and i'm like i don't give a fuck pay for your fee or not do what do what you're supposed to do so if they were joking around consider me had all right we had a couple of voicemails 704-557-0186 uh let's see what these are and karen and rod um yeah i love you guys this is over seven um, I'm calling about um, Kanye's Christian Clooney, and um, I just want to say, like, look, it's a it's a long, old technique in our community when you don't do well or you mess up, you know, with the black community, especially in music that you retreat to the church. You know, Pebbles did it back in the day. Um, Hammer did it. You know, a lot of people jump into gospel when. Like, they mess up with, with, with the blacks to get in good graces, you know. Um, I don't fall for it like other Negroes, like some Negroes do, because, huh. you know, I'm similar to Rod. I'm, I'm, I'm not agnostic. I practice African religion, so I'm kind of uh, skeptical and cynic of Christianity and Islam in our community anyway. But um, And not to be, to be less controversial, you know. But I love you guys. I love the work you do. I love the community. Shout out to EVE, Brooklyn Shoe Babe, all the regulars. You guys are the best. Just wanted to add my two cents to it. Um, you know, Kanye's still a little bit, he's pretty much canceled, even though the concerts are amazing. They're just there to make more money and to just, you know, sprinkle a little gospel juice on it. Peace out. Love you guys. Aw, oh, man. Thank Peace you for out. your Not message. Gospel juice. A little gospel juice. Christian Coonan was good. I told my mom I'll never be like any of those Negroes. I did get a little bit of that off of the uh, <laughs> the gospel, the 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 Kanye hate and uh, the black people letting people back in via religion. But yeah, man, they we do. We definitely like shit. I remember um on the low. This isn't even that egregious compared to uh, R. Kelly got back in the community with gospel. 
i believe i can fly he yeah. saved me i remember them songs yeah like he was caught dead to rights fucking children on fucking camera and shit was one of the first times something went viral on the internet people were sharing this illegal video and everything people saw it and this motherfucker did a gospel album and it was like it reset everything for a lot of people so yeah man this is a, this tried and true uh, i got hey, another Rod one at Prof Corey on Twitter, um, I'm leaving to go out of town tomorrow, so I won't even get to be a part of the feedback show this weekend. But um, And there's actually a lot of things I want to comment on, but I'm just going to try to do the one. Episode 1968, Cultural Commerce, um, you just made a comment about the blackface minstrels who were black men. And how, you know, that complicates things when we try to act like minstrelsy was something that only white people did. And I just wanted to say I talk about that in my first book. And what's so powerful about it in the context of your show for me is that the the argument you're making is why everything that you've always said about Tyler Perry resonated with me. Because knowing about Williams and Walker at the beginning of the 20th century and how they broke into Broadway is exactly why I never saw Tyler Perry as a problem because they used their money from Broadway to create jobs for black uh, writers, <laughs> for black tech people, like all of these positions because they got that Broadway break originally starting with blackface makeup is how they made opportunities for other black people. So. Your comments about Tyler Perry making opportunity is, has always resonated with me because I knew about that history. So it's kind of neat to hear you, uh, you know, mention the first crossover artists of this country, uh, black men who originally had to break in by using blackface. So always fun. Thank you for everything you do. Maybe I'll find a time to call about the other issues, but who knows? All right. Y'all take care. Bye. Uh, Bye. Thanks, Prof. Corey. And, uh, yeah, man, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, as I read more and more about that time period, um, and kind of refresh my knowledge, like, some of the stuff I've read before has been a while. Yeah, you hear about, but you really don't know the details behind it. Yeah, yeah. you know, you just kind of go back and look at that time period, because I do find it refreshing to look through, at today through then, you know. Um, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, we don't talk about this shit because it's inconvenient or we don't know about it because we also have our oral traditions that are passed down and we don't know the details but what does linger is like the way things were updated right so there was a time when black people in general were also proud of um this minstrelsy that empowered this man to become like one of the highest paid acts on broadway at the time like mm-hmm. like and as you said then poor that communion they're getting other black stories told that aren't necessarily related to that minstrelsy you know things that we that we would later go on to be quote-unquote proud of but there's this way of like immediately turning disdain on folks especially once they're accepted or they make money by whiteness it's like we immediately and we, that still happens today mm, the second you turn over quote-unquote to the white side niggas are like a subsection are like fuck you they recognized you yeah so um a lot of times i just think there's like there's just we just forget you know like one of the things i think people haven't thought critically about um 
over the last month and some change about with both of them john how many of y'all shared that video of him leading church service and was like wow this is what they took from us how many of y'all shared that or saw somebody share it how many of you click play on that right that's the same reason she got 10 years and that's the same reason that her brother that his brother hugged her and that's also respectability politics that's also us saying he's good because he's in church in a suit leading prayer service he's a good person now that's what goodness looks like in blackness that's what good that's what we said yeah because the thing you can't have it both ways you can't be michael brown was no angel i'm pissed that y'all would bring that up right and at the same time be like well this black man though he was in church like how could you kill him you see what i'm saying like i think we we contain multitudes and complexity and hypocrisy and contradiction because we're human i'm not judging us for that Mm -mm. but i wonder how many people looked at it and thought about that for a second was like damn like the reason she gets 10 years is one of the jurors said because we believe he would not have wanted her to go to prison for life and i said y'all believe that because y'all were told he was such a good negro that he was a super duper christian and he's and that's one of the reasons it's a tragedy he's not here is because he was so christian but also because he was so christian you can't imagine a world where he said fuck this woman she killed me and no she doesn't get to just fucking be free in 10 years right you can't imagine that version of him because that then fucks up the narrative for why she even got convicted it's a complex situation one that we can't simplify down to just calling somebody a coon or not a coon but i feel like that's where a lot of the commentary goes now because we've made the commentary about our own personal version of blackness and how everybody that doesn't aspire to that is somehow a race traitor and the truth of the matter is there's a time when respectability politics was called black revolutionary politics it was like negroes can't be wearing no suits like the fact you put on a suit make me want to hurt you like that was that was a time where like the bravest fucking thing a a black woman could do is put on a pretty dress and walk through some fucking part of town where they like niggas are here to be slaves or are or 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 work for us what do you mean you're coming in this store in a suit i mean in a nice dress looking for a hat fuck out of here you know what i mean so yeah it's a complicated thing that's not as simple as people think agreed and also i think too you know and because we're human let's say he wouldn't have been this upstanding christian let's say he'd have some flaws or been convicted of some stuff would the community as a whole still come out and 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 have this same energy yeah yeah i you know, think that's something that people don't ask like why but i like guess we get mad when white people say you have to be perfect but yeah we also want a perfect victim also we do like we, we can't have it both ways like it wouldn't have mattered what he did she did not deserve to do that and she deserved to spend time in jail he could have been sitting there fucking with a gun smoking weed uh watching uh porn like nothing there's no she still was just as wrong but we all know if he would have been she probably gets no time doesn't even get convicted right like it's it's fucked up we get killed we go on trial and then we go on trial and then in the verdict of that we put each other on public trial of how we handled the fucking um thing do you know the other thing that kind of pissed me off people keep going this is why they keep killing us black people forgiving 
what about all the other black families that don't forgive because i've seen them too yes sir i've seen a lot of those families too we're not a monolith it's okay that we have a range of emotions if you don't want to uh if you don't want this guy to be uh seen as a symbolic moment for blackness fine then celebrate these other families that are like man fuck the people who killed my kid and i'm never gonna forgive them celebrate them but either way you try to put us all in line it's just it's just listen tiring um all right we got another voicemail um this one's two voicemails hi rod and karen it's jen from brooklyn um happy friday uh i just wanted to call this is going to punches and hugs the um one where you tagged it with the panel and i just i originally honestly skipped it and i went back and listened to it because i had run out of your podcast to listen to and i really loved it um i'm so glad that i listened to it because honestly i am just i sound crazy i'm proud of y'all i know i don't know y'all but i'm so proud of y'all um i just love the way that y'all stood in your truth about just being a successful podcast um you're definitely like the unicorn of podcasts like you're indie like you know but you have mainstream numbers and you're you're definitely my best best kept podcast secret um i think that i get so much from almost every episode and i'm so thankful to y'all um and just listening to y'all talk about how you did it and i've heard you talk about it on the show but how you talked about it in relation to other podcasters is so interesting because um, it really does it's evident that your dreams have come true to this podcast and it and it gives me hope um i'm out here in the streets of new york i'm i'm singing and things are going well and I'm, i've been reflecting a lot on it lately because it has definitely been a journey and i think you guys have a similar situation where it hasn't been like any kind of superstar but it's been a journey where all of a sudden you're doing really well and and it's inspiring for me because y'all are just regular black and I mean that in the best way you know like I'm regular black I don't have rich famous parents or these strong connections that I came into the city with um and it's been tougher because of that but so much more rewarding I feel so much more thankful now um for all of my successes um and even I just feel like that even the way you normalized like um you know you talked about oh she got cut off hold on she left another message as well right trying to finish her thought yeah yeah also i appreciate you because uh i added that audio to the end and i knew it wasn't great quality audio mm-hmm. and i was like nobody probably gonna listen to this shit or they'll probably cut off the podcast when we when they get to that point because it's gonna look when you just pick it up download it looks like it's two and a half hours so it's really an hour and a half and uh i was like yeah they probably most people won't want to hear it because it's not as good quality but you never know yeah some people actually do yeah some people uh jay from t with queen and jay had hit me up and said hey uh thank y'all for putting the audio from the panel y'all did um with professor bambi right you know so like you know i appreciate y'all man uh all right let me play the uh the rest of it hey it's jen from brooklyn again i I promised myself i would never be the person to get cut off but here i am (laughs) (laughs) um but as i was saying uh i love that you kind of uh spoke to the moderator about um how you monetize and how you, you know he was saying that you should wait until somebody picks you up y'all are just kind of like taking a step-by-step and like using um ads and things like that and, and, and you're just you're using your numbers and your fan base um to to get make it this a living so i'm just really impressed by y'all always and, and very inspired 
Um, and I just wanted to also say that I love how you normalize liking your spouse. <laughs> um, this is a, just a matter of fact way that y'all talked about that. Um, that's, some, that, that's something that seems like very unattainable to a lot of people, myself included, and you just kind of normalize respecting and enjoying your partner, and y'all are a couple goals, like not in a weird social media way where it's like, oh, you curate this perfectly, and <laughs> um, in like an authentic way where, you know, I look to you guys, and that's something that I want. Like I look to say, like, oh, this is like you can disagree and still continue on a conversation, or you can, I don't know, you guys just, it, it's not something you see a lot. Weirdly enough, I'm sure y'all know this, you don't see that a lot where people just really enjoy each other and are able to grow together and learn together. So I love you all, and I'm I'm just feeling emotional and excited for y'all and all of your success. And um, I'm I'm so glad that you have so much content that I can listen to every day. I hope you have a great week. And sorry that I rambled. But have a great week. I love y'all. Bye. Aww. Oh, thank you, sweet. That was so nice. Um, I'm glad you you listened to it. Uh, like I said, it wasn't the the best of quality, but I was like, we did this, and I wanted to be sure that you know people got to hear it that actually wasn't initially in the room. Yeah, and yeah, there's like a lot of stuff when we talk, and there's typical questions people ask, and you know, we don't really prepare answers. We just kind of mm-hmm. go off the top of the dome, mm-hmm. but um you know i do like the thing we provide normally a different perspective than a lot of people in the room and i try not to come off to like let me tell you how to do a podcast mm-hmm. no because that's, that's the thing i don't think i'm better than and i don't think i have the answers to everything like like when we, we realize this that you know it's one of those things where we understand that every marriage is different you know but we do realize that it is normal for people to be like i I can't stand my spouse or I don't think me and my spouse could get along which is true for a lot of people to do a podcast and we're not knocking that at all we can only speak from our personal experiences yeah but I you know I like being on the panels just because I will I, I think we give a different perspective than most podcasts you mm-hmm. know and and probably most of the beaten path information that you're going to hear on the internet where it's not going to apply to us right it's um, very generic a lot yeah. of times not not to me funny but a lot of it is everything has to be fit in a box you have to right. do this you have to do that you it's have to formula. get these no what we do goes against all your formulas yeah we're like podcast rock and roll baby yeah okay we out here doing a little different uh all right last we got two more voices from uh, one more person Hi, okay here. it's your baby katania hope all is well I just wanted to stop behind me with a voicemail to say thank you guys again for sharing your personal journeys and learning how to discern if people are really locking for you or if they're just frenemies and how to let go. Recently, um, I had a temporary uh, full-time position at a state university, and um, as per state university rules, once the, the position became permanent, I'd have to go undergo the... Um, whole search process again for my supervisor my former supervisor told me that she was really excited for me and she wanted me to be in the position um and that she would do everything to fight for me um it came down to after going through the whole search process um she actually delivered news to me that i was not picked and that um she was actually under pressure from the upper management like the president and the provost to go with someone else it kind of felt funky, but I was like, okay, like, I tried to empathize and see where she's coming from, and I, um, and I was like, okay. Um, and then she also offered to be my mentor. So kind of funky, but I was like, okay, let's see, let's go with it. Um, a couple of weeks later, um, 
not too long ago, a professor that I made friends with actually um, told me that they approached the search committee to figure to just to get some information about it, and they found out that actually my former supervisor 100% picked the person who replaced me, and um, the search committee was 100% against it. Wow. So I took this to mean that my supervisor pretty much lied to my face. It's kind of a friend of me. So um, I actually emailed her and told her that this mentorship was a good fit for me um, and wish her all the best. So I'm telling all of this to say... Oh, she got cut off. Hold on. I'm going mm-hmm. to the next message. Oh, maybe that's fucked up. Oh, my God what smile in your motherfucking face dog keep that same energy man don't don't do that don't do that if you don't fuck with me she didn't ever think it was gonna get back to her right oh my god oh my all right it's that part two baron katani again funny i actually tried to rehearse this on like my phone app but um or the voice app i thought i got better at this but we're going along anyhow so finish my point um so i (laughs) um uh, rejected my former supervisor's um, offer to my mentor so I realized that um, she wasn't rocking for me as she said she would and um, I figured that pretty much it's better to cut my losses and to move on and to find someone who actually would be a mentor and would be more supportive and not kind of two-faced so I just wanted to share that with you guys today thank you so much for letting us in on like the um lessons that you guys have learned and how you've learned to um not hold on to people who are smiling your face one day but behind your back they're doing something totally different thank you again for everything and hope you guys have a great weekend oh my god maybe i hate that happened me too i'm so sorry yeah and 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 this is just me on the outside looking in a lot of times people see greatness in you that you don't see in yourself i'm just i'm just gonna say from my perspective it looks like she's seen something special in you and she was like if i allow her to come in here she fucking might outshine me i'm just gonna keep that real Mm -hmm. and so she didn't hire you because she didn't want to outshine you which means if everybody else is like yeah that means they seen something in you too and she actually seen something in you that's why she even told you about the opportunity in the first place uh and the thing is uh she i think that she was intimidated by you so she was like well i'm gonna tell her that we didn't pick her then i'm gonna turn around and try to keep her up underneath my wings so i can do some form of controlling so she won't quote unquote outshine me outgrow me i can kind of dictate and put parameters around you um because you know her mind you're going to be great because i realized that other people can people that put like this your greatness intimidates other people sometimes people have to understand that sometimes people can see where you're going and see your path before you can and a lot of times when they do everybody that puts themselves around you ain't really there to support you and help quite the path some people are there just so they can kind of go on the path with you and take credit for your work and take credit for what you do see because you know what let's say you was to stay and you was to do these great things she could brag about how she mentored you let me just keep that real like like everybody that attaches themselves to you don't always have a a good purpose or a good reasoning and so as you get older and as you begin to get around people you have to get to the point where you discern 
who's around you for the right reasons and sometimes that's easier to see than others but i'm glad you declined because it's one of those things where that wouldn't have ended well and like i said she would have took credit for your work yeah i want to tell you like my friend nick jew told me um sometimes somebody just a whack bitch come on a whack ass bitch and it ain't really even a whole lot of like i don't even got a conspiracy for you or whatever straight up philosophy all i know is her telling you in your face something different than what she really felt is is whack you know what i'm saying like if she really felt that way like i've had people where um like i felt something they was doing was whack and i understood it wasn't my business or they weren't the kind of person i could talk to about it cool but what i won't do is then be like well you know i was vouching for you the other day because blah 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 like nah if i wasn't i wasn't you know what i'm saying if i don't fuck with you i don't fuck with you and i don't want the appearances that i fuck with you for everybody else i'm a cordial casual person i won't be mean to you i'm not gonna call you out your name not gonna disrespect you but i'm not like carrying the torch for you and lying for you either you know and i'm not gonna come in your face and act like that shit is like we like we cool like you get the same level of baseline treatment as everybody else as long as you leave me the fuck alone and i think with somebody like that it's the opposite where it's like no 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 i want you to feel liked and loved and all this shit especially if she was all up on you when you got that job and she love bombed you or anything like that because that's some narcissistic type of behavior to like oh i love 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 you and then behind the scenes girl fuck that bitch she uh i had trying think she gonna get this position i don't think so i'm against it and then in your face oh i'm so sorry you didn't get the position i was rooting for you i told everybody like nah because you could have said nothing right you could have been against me getting that position for whatever reason you felt and then just came to me and said nothing you didn't have to oh you just didn't get it cool you know let me fill in the blank i guess you don't fuck with me cool but nah that's some diabolical shit man that's whack that's whack as fuck i'm mad on your behalf especially the fact that it was dealing with your career right and some shit like that like nah and she was in a position to to have and the fact that if she felt there was some type of reason you shouldn't have had that job she could if she's your supervisor y'all could have had a meeting could have talked about y'all could have talked about it you know like come on now there's there's built-in ways at a job for that to happen a lot of times when we talk about this stuff we're really talking about like internet shit Mm -hmm. you know or or prior job stuff but but you know the internet stuff was new for me because i've never looked at the internet as my job until now yeah but it has been my job for several years but this is like the first year first couple years i've been looking at it like oh this is my job some of these people are kind of like pushing up on me because they see what we're doing and they just want to be a part of it they don't really fuck with us correct see it all the time and the second that they disagree with us they throw us in the trash yeah yeah like i don't do that Mm -mm. no and like i said it and and like they call us friend and then do that a lot of like you're not my i know that's not true because i have friends and all my friends if they do something i disagree with or fuck up if we can talk about it we're cool and if we don't talk about it guess what that means i'm okay with it you know what i'm saying so like if justin does something i disagree with but it ain't that big a deal i'm not gonna pull him to the side hey man the other day i saw because it's what fucking friendship is but when you become friends in a throwaway manner and this woman basically threw you away mm-hmm. when you but be- when you become friends in that throw with people that throw people away easily 
that's that's the different game ball playing or like nah don't give her that promotion hell no fuck her like why would you do that because you never value me in the first place don't don't come to my fucking yearly review talking about how great an employee i am you don't believe that keep that same energy when you see me in the streets too don't no waving no smiling no speaking you know no like keep that same energy then <sighs> all right let me pause so we can go to the next session okay all right so now let's finish off this uh with the emails that we received um and yeah i'm sorry about that but mm-hmm. you know the other thing i realized too man at 41 i hate it took me so long to get here but nigga i'm here now <laughs> um look man my parents ain't raised no trash um my parents raised a a good empathic thoughtful human being and i'll be looking at people sometimes that are the most vile mean bully can't keep relationships can't can't stomach disagreement can't handle anything less than 100 percent like sheep like loyalty motherfuckers and they never think they're wrong Mm-mm. you ever notice that like these motherfuckers every day got a list of everybody that's wrong and it's never them never apologize never i had some mistaken they you know anything they say about you they expect is the gospel fucking truth and i think about how that person never feels any doubt about how they behave they never think am i fucking shit up am i making things worse like am i am i is my harassing this person getting me anywhere they never think that shit and here i am second guessing every fucking move i make trying not to step on too many toes to try and be a nice person right trying to consider other people's point of view and it extends because y'all know i'm an empath it extends all the way to like the worst kind of person i still go well maybe it's this like i write a story for them in my head maybe it's that you know i know it's not healthy and i'm trying to learn to to limit that shit you know i really am but that's mm. one thing i do love about you but go ahead thank you but i'm trying to learn to cut it back some Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's a case for a nigga that don't need a case and i don't like being devil's advocate or shit but i do try to understand people but the point being like some days i need to give myself the same fucking rope i'm giving them because i give people a lot of fucking rope where i'm like well maybe this person's this way because they've been dealing with this type of trauma and da 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 nigga i've dealt with trauma you know what i'm saying i have shit that happened in my life just because i'm not on the internet complaining about it all day don't mean it ain't real agreed just because i choose to deal with it privately or offline does not mean that it's like i try to remember that not everybody is as perfect as you they as you make them in your head so you can chastise them it's why when we talk about celebrities we very rarely are just like fuck this person agreed most of the time i'm like well shit they probably went through this they could be going through that i don't fucking know this guy i don't know this woman you know and i'm like i do that for everybody and then in my own head i'm the hardest on me and that's not real that's not that's not okay because if someone was doing that to me being that unforgiving and that fucking like rigid i would be like yo back up off of me if i saw a friend treating someone that way where they were just like constantly on their ass all the time i'd be like man what's wrong with you like let that person live their life you you move on like this is empty for you and yet how many of us have that script in our own head doing it to ourselves 
oh you didn't say this the right way you didn't do that uh what was you doing over here what was you doing over there what, what about this decision you made a year ago you know i wasn't perfect so fuck me and yet those people who do that for a living that just constantly tell everybody how they got them everybody is fucked up they never do it for themselves you know or if they do that they keep that part private the part that many of us put out there to the world like yo i'm not perfect yo guess guess what i fucked up this time that like these people keep that shit to themselves and then make try to put themselves on a pedestal so they can rain down judgment on everybody else and i've been sitting here letting that happen and letting myself feel bad and i was like i'm done with that shit so it's over for that like i'm stepping into the 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 bad bitch i'm supposed to be man like if if (laughs) if if you're gonna be that confident that uh we don't get it right or we do fuck up then let me be that confident that i'm doing good because somebody need to be you know and i am i'm accepting some of the things people have been saying because people tell us all the time you do a great job you make us you you taught me how to care about something you taught me empathy for something you educated me on something while it's not our goal if people tell me hey you're i'm a better person because of what y'all do who am i to tell them they not why would i let that not sink in but i would let any negative comment about me sink in uh-uh, i gotta flip the polarity on that shit and the more successful we get and the bigger fucking like platform we have the more it's gonna be people sniping you know with this wasn't right that wasn't right and i the only advice i got for them is if you if you righteous do it yourself if you do it if you do it yourself and your shit better than us that that'll speak for volumes yes it will and i won't have a problem with it yeah but if not maybe maybe you should be listening to us and not the other way around all right let's get to uh some of these comments uh in the emails katya says there's so much to, oh cultural appropriation rules there's so much to unpack in this topic but i just want to say that when a kardashian gets crown rose uh i think you meant corn rose for example and is celebrated as being cutting edge and fashionable for this new hairstyle but i can literally be denied a job in fashion or beauty or be considered aggressive or ghetto for the same style hair that we black women have always worn there's a problem and that is cultural appropriation there is a problem i'm not sure it's cultural appropriation unless they try to claim they came up with it and a lot of times it be the articles to be the problem. Like a lot of right. times people, people like the part, like the Kardashians won't say things and people will be like, this is the greatest thing ever. But the person didn't say it. It'd be the articles and, and the way they present it sometimes. And the Kardashians are just like that group of people that I don't really fuck with. Right. To know just how vile they must be to people. Mm-mm. And I get why people don't fuck with them because part of it is because they get all this fucking credit Credit. for being black without being black right and that is infuriating and i and the thing with the kardashians is i can never be 100 percent sure how much of it is completely orchestrated by them because them motherfuckers run some media okay like media savvy let them step outside it's like the articles write themselves and they always say the same shit some of my favorite blogs have these like they be scathing on everybody else but when it's the kardashians like it's totally different so i don't know how much media they buy i don't know what their influence is i know they make millions if not billions of dollars Mm -hmm. from the beauty industry and from the attention they get from black people as well Mm -hmm. like it's not just white people that support them come on 
um and i also know they're one of those groups where people go nobody fucks with them but then anytime something happens on that show i see all the clips on the timeline trending yeah i see all the clips on the timeline which are all breaking down like seasons worth of fucking inside shit so i'm like y'all must be watching this shit i don't know what the deal is watching anyway my main point is that that's hard for me to say because i don't know when it's them and when it's the media and i feel like if it's the media maybe not you know like if if sophie uh my girl from sophie turner goes outside wearing timberland boots and vanity writes an article about timberland boots finally fashion icon for women and y'all go that's cultural appropriation for sophie turner i'm a little bit like i don't know because unless she's going around saying i am the first nigga to wear some tims fuck all black women i'm like i don't know if that is but if they wrote that that is you see what i'm saying vanity fair is maybe not sophie turner individual so anyway i i hope that that made some sense this is why i don't like talking about the shit right and also even from the beginning it's all subjective and that was my biggest point and that's what i'm gonna keep saying through this whole thing it is all subjective i understand what people are mad i understand what people are upset i do uh and sometimes it's bigger than these individual people it's the system but you yeah. can't attack the system it's easy to attack and, and, individual and, and, people right. than it is to attack a uh, entire system that has fucking from the foundation of america built and designed off of something that we don't have any control over. and a race black people R- right so i and, understand in fashion and, and hair and body specifically black women get erased for us to give the same credit to women who are not black i get it and this is not a denial of the fact and the truth that it is happening it's more about macro versus macro and i don't necessarily know when micro is applies and when it doesn't but i know i know macro is always in the game but like when uh like there's something about the kardashians that i just think they are such a powerful media family i can't separate the way they're written about from the way they want to be perceived and so i i have a hard time letting them off the hook i just mostly try to stay away from them and off of their fucking topics because there's also times where people are almost unreasonably hateful about them right and i'm like uh, this is like after years and years of antagonism and and people wanting them there's a lot of elements with those women that's like the fucking black dudes and having black babies and wanting to have black surgery bodies like there's so much with those women that i just don't think that there there's a way to have a conversation about them that is gonna be neat it's always fucked up right it's 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 fucked up and it's complex and it's complicated and there's a whole bunch of shit mixed up in one that people don't want to talk about um because it's it's like they start a lot of people's racial feelings pop up and that's a lot of this stems in race and people don't want to admit this um when it comes to them it's racial for a lot of people i don't like them white bitches i don't like them white bitches i don't like their mama i don't like their kids i don't like their man it's fuck them fuck everything they do fuck everything they stay say fuck everything they stand for because they and i completely understand they get credits for shit that niggers get uh criticized on niggas sorry yeah what is up with you with this er i don't know my bad what's happening i don't know i realized that my bad 
that uh niggas get uh criticized on and i think that that is a a a real thing and i think that uh some people have been on that train with them forever and they are never gonna get off that train they got the right to be mad and be upset i do understand that but i don't have that same energy i don't have that same anger i don't follow them i don't know what the fuck they doing i don't care but for a lot of people that come out and say fuck them bitches y'all know everything about their show y'all know who got their lips blown up y'all know who got a butt injection y'all keep up with them really 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 real for people to not give a fuck that's why they call it keeping up with the kardashians and and black people keep up with them just like the white folks keep up with them but more importantly you racist what are you getting this er <laughs> it's been slipping out <laughs> over the last month or so i don't know when this started me what kind okay. of what you been influenced from what kind of stuff are you watching or reading or listening to you listening to some racist podcasts over there not to the best of my knowledge who else is saying hard er niggers who's doing this what's going on can i don't know Mm. you need to watch that i don't know what's going on karen i need to check myself before i ring it ring it wreck myself you gonna get our show canceled calling people niggers man i don't know where it's coming from man white people gonna be listening to us thinking they can do it you know that's what really oh, happened no they better not uh i can go back and forth but y'all can't so much more but that was a quick opinion that i didn't know where to post hashtag still listen hashtag still love y'all yeah no doubt uh Katya you know like like I said with a lot of this shit <sighs> anyway next long ass <laughs> cultural appropriation John writes in 1968 cultural co- commerce Rod and Karen love the show and put five on it at John Quavius underscore C oh cool we got one from you today wow this is long and I don't expect you to read this on air I wanted to give you a way of framing cultural appropriation that's useful going forward first of all if you send me something I'm reading it on the air so i hope you didn't think i was gonna read this long ass email in my personal time nope nigga this a work email okay right. this is a work email i don't i don't participate in this um for i get no personal pleasure out of talking about cultural appropriation it's not doing this off the clock as long as i'm getting paid we can go ahead and talk about it here in the feedback show uh like while if i was sitting in the in the gym and some nigga walked up to me like hey man let's talk let me be enjoy about cover frustration i'll be like man i am listening to earth gang please uh, respect my privacy uh how to appropriate the key is love there are two types one love for humanity which breaks down barriers imposed by race religion creed class culture etc like bruce lee did when he embraced a black student into his martial arts school much to the displeasure of other teachers who wanted to keep their culture locked down bruce lee loved humanity so much he was willing to risk grave barley harm to ensure his school stayed open to all number two love for the specific culture which requires a demonstration of deep knowledge respect and reverence of the culture and the art this requires a lot of study of the cultural past the present highs and lows well-knowns and long forgotten this is difficult to achieve and most appropriators have neither the time or interest in going this far but this is what the rizza did with wu-tang and mac miller did with his art uh if the appropriating if appropriating there are only two groups to satisfy while satisfying one group may be good enough to make lots of money and get a pass the great satisfy both i'm sorry it's just so long and i'm sorry i'm sorry i know you were really serious when you wrote this i'm trying to to be serious i'm so sorry one for one the target audience they need to not feel they need to feel it as a bop much like r kelly's throw your thong 
and buster rhymes arab money this is minimum standard however it likely won't get you praise from the culture you took it from a simple remedy is to be a gateway for your target audience in this new culture interesting works uh to art works of art from that culture and that should that should be embraced by all okay i just want to say with the target audience thing a lot of times target audience is black people not always white people and when it's us we do not give a fuck come on i ain't never heard black people try to shut down a ride money when they come on the club you know now they may shut down throw your thong but you know why they ain't got nothing to do with no appropriation uh number two the culture you took from they need to see a demonstration of deep knowledge respect and reverence of the culture so much so that they sing your praise it really helps if they like you to begin with kanye gave us keys to the game especially in late registration where he used skits to show how he'd hang out with the broke steppers and take their culture to make money off of it what is that a thing however by the end of the skits they end up hating them for it in the end some will hate you regardless and this fact should be accepted i guess i guess uh to the true masters go to the heights of love by having the whole culture hate you and then showing them a demonstration of deep knowledge respect and reverence of the culture that's so good it's beautiful to achieve this it's best as the whole culture actively hates your guts yay did this after the taylor swift incident where he made my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and yeezus both of which took heavily from rock music greats esoteric works those two albums were so good the culture arbiters of rock music were compelled to praise them this is the love we all want to feel from appropriators though we should fault them if they don't aspire to this level how do you get such a deep love we can look to michael jackson and more specifically teddy perkins oh my god there's more teddy preach it preach hatred but the teddy's not real okay nope 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 you meant this yeah i'm waiting till you get to the info for my comments go ahead teddy preached hatred but the type of hatred that's required to bring forth love in the face of hatred this is divine levels of hatred where you're compelled by a higher power to hate to bring for the love so much of it you could build a kingdom with the lord's work pyramids etc you also find this level of hatred with pimps it's dangerous and especially evil and may not work out but if an artist can teddy perkins himself pimp slap the love of himself in the ex nigga no no Mm-mm. i tried Mm-mm. i tried Mm-mm. i tried Mm-mm. i can't Mm-mm. do this this is why we don't talk about cultural appropriation on the show yeah, I, I thought we was gonna have to do some hotel music and uh i'm gonna tell you right now uh when roger got to the end since we we're gonna go ahead and just stop it right here yeah i'm done i'm done i'm done um i'm gonna tell you how i feel about it uh it's subjective and all your rules are fucking made up these are your personal rules there's no book there's no manual there's no tablet there's nothing written in stone that says that everything you just pointed out was facts so nah baby i'm i'm good i'm i'm good i'm good yeah yeah we yeah we're good we're getting ready to go down a dark hole that um i don't want to hear about i'm just keep that real jesus christ this is why we don't talk about it y'all can't handle it barbara writes in 1968 oh another one oh oh this will be it's uh, let me guess it's very long hi rod and karen love your podcast the bit on lily scene was second reference to the complicated often underappreciated issue of race in canada canada in many weeks well yeah maybe we don't know something about this we don't live in canada the other story was related to our prime minister's shenanigans involving brown face i'm a black woman first generation born in canada and grew up in my parents home country sierra leone west africa i happen to be a creole alt creole 
and a descendant of either liberated africans freed and escaped escaped slaves who made their way up north uh to nova scotia over jamaican maroons which i said complicated there's so much to be said about the whitewashing of canadian history and discourse of the treatment of the first nations people and people of color but i'll try to be brief and offering my two cents in my opinion trudeau's pandering to racialized groups and labeling himself a feminist i might add had been shameful when held up against the government's record on race and gender issues i'm not surprised by the brown face in his past he and i are in the same age bracket i remember there being a gollywog piggy bank in in the house when it when i was growing up came over with us from canada hideous to think about how i think about now but a shame to say many of my parents generation as educated as they were didn't know any better i moved to canada as an adult in the late 90s left in 2002 and returned 2011 when it comes to identity politics canadian society as i've observed and experienced it has historically been disingenuous and quick to paint over inherent inequities institutionalized racism and prejudices maybe it's a negative side of living socialist ideal but we collectively like to think we're all right and so the history of slavery in canada or uh or of residential schools is glossed over in favor of brave exploits of our soldiers in at vimy ridge okay under yeah, the cover huh? i must say and i believe this every country does this like yeah i don't think it's just a canadian thing. under the cover of free health care and lower cost of close secondary education the reality of a deeply satisfied society festers uh canada is a deeply stratified i'm sorry stratified society festers canada is very much a salad bowl and unfortunately elitism nepotism and cronyism are the order of things if this environment uh in this environment groups with strong collective identities can thrive they look out for themselves and are applauded and rewarded by the government and economics of it so jagmeet singh or lily singh like many members of south asian east asian and certain european communities that do very well and generally better than black people and first nations people for a range of reasons i couldn't get into here rest easy in the knowledge that to the rest of the world canada is not known for racism and division among evolving lines of privilege canada is all right and so are they and that was probably more than two cents oh nigga that was a dollar fifty didn't realize i had so much on my chest thank you for getting through this email if you did i can't believe it either and if you didn't thank you anyway it was cathartic love your duets by the way barbara yeah see that's the thing y'all be needing to get this off y'all chest we was good but i appreciate y'all feeling that connection that you wanted to Mm -hmm. you wanted to reach out to us and listen to the show man i'm so sorry i couldn't finish that last guy's email but once it got to pimping it was too much bro it was Mm -mm. i don't care that much about Mm -mm. this appropriation turned to bitches and hoes like I'm yeah good. i like all right you gotta pimp the love out pimp slap the love like i'm mm-hmm. good i'm good mm-hmm. domino's delivery scam rebecca Wright saying good morning rod and karen i'm especially enjoying today's episode rod has me crying at work i just can't with this because it's beyond the pale of egregious and it just reaffirms my decision 12 years ago to cut the cable cord besides i don't even think we have domino's in maine if we did delivery is 20 minutes in 20 minutes would be nothing but insurance claims for cold pizza the real reason i'm writing you is about amber geiger sentencing while i completely agree 10 years is not enough for a heinous crime i cannot help but wonder how different this verdict would have been had she been on duty well, yep that's a good point but mine brought this up on uh the right time or no the evening jones but this essentially was an off-duty shooting she was acting in her role as a private citizen if she would have been on the clock probably no time 
she was off duty when she shot that poor man in his home and she was not given in any special protections as a duty officer is given in a situation i understand that's a win a win is a win but this doesn't feel like a win for that reason she was tried as a citizen and not an officer of the law even though the code blue tried their best to cover and protect her they just couldn't uh well that's why it feels like a win to a lot of us is because we saw them crank up the system of white woman protection anyway and and what happened in real time i watched it happen niggas moved the goalpost from she ain't gonna get no time to just 10 years in record speed Mm -hmm. so now we were gonna be dissatisfied no matter what the outcome of course but i guess i just tried to keep my same energy because i said i didn't think she was going to jail so 10 years to me is 10 years longer than i thought she was getting agreed and i'm just being 100 percent open and honest about that a lot of people gonna lie to you and act like they was always on some she gonna get life in prison yeah they weren't they really weren't and i think some of what you saw in that courtroom with them hugs and shit was shock and surprise that a jury really did convict her even though she was guilty like i think some of them people in that court were as surprised as she was she was going to jail anyway um uh did i uh i think that for that reason i too would like police officers be held accountable but i think the distinction is clear if you're on duty there are laws to protect officers in these situations that don't cover when they're off it's a tragedy all the way around for sure my heart goes out to that man's family anyway that's my two cents for what it's worth thank you for a great week of podcast enjoy your vacation you too love you got folks thank you mm-hmm, thank you it was a, just a one-day vacation basically although you know october we will be taking like when them season tickets kick in it's gonna be some days we're not on uh, I believe this is Catania. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Happy birthday, Rod, and happy pumpkin spice season. Thank you. Dear Rod and Karen, happy belated birthday, Rod. Keep being a welcoming, insightful, witty, and empathic as you are. All the best. Feliz, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Complaños Anqui? Se un poco tarde. Wait, Herzlichen Glukwunsch Nastraglich Joyu anniversary in retard felix anniversary tarda from a fellow libra my birthday is on september 24th oh shout out chiba chiba y'all we some libras y'all in honor of your birthday season for my birthday drink from starbucks this year mm-hmm, i made sure to get a pumpkin spice latte guess what i had this morning you know it already i then stopped by trader joe's and took a picture with the pumpkin themed items see attached photo i will admit that i hid my love for pumpkin spice lattes because i was afraid to be called basic however as i'm getting older (laughs) i realize that life is too short to keep hiding the things that i like in order to fit in come Come on on. so i will now walk around proudly with my psl i also and also i love i live closer to a trader joe's and have tried a couple of their pumpkin themed items if you haven't already i would recommend you try these pumpkin butternut squash bisque had it i think last year maybe Mm mm-hmm uh or no or maybe i've had it at a restaurant but anyway i'll, I'll keep it on the list pumpkin pie spice ginger brew sparkling beverage mm-hmm and pumpkin tortilla chips hey haven't had that Mm-mm-mm. thank you karen and rod for welcoming new fans like myself those who came in on at the vice news segment for them thrones and catching me up to speed thanks for answering my questions about how you came up with the name of the show and also the young turks and how they had beef with you over bernie Sanders back in 2016 i really do appreciate it oh yeah no problem congrats to bernie being back on the trail is after his heart attack mm-hmm. i saw a lot of people praising claimed it wasn't a heart attack initially they was like yeah. no he was he was a heart attack getting a lot of praise so good for him 
also rod i will take your advice on having the guy pay for the date especially if it's a bad one you definitely had me dying when you dramatized it, dramatized it uh however it kind of makes sense why am i punishing myself for a bad date for paying for myself exactly i'm telling you man the things was reversed like that's the thing all this it was reversed all this nobility dudes try to apply to, to dating like where it's like look women need to do blank blank and blank listen if the shoe was on the other motherfucking foot we would be some savage ass gold digging niggas and that's just the real of it but we fucked up with patriarchy so yeah, that we you can't did fuck up with patriarchy yeah it's us that made it so we can't be that way but man me and justin used to have long ass jokes about it on the pregame about like it what it would be like if the men could get pregnant how we would be trying Tra- to trap come on come on man like we are no women are no higher morally than they than we have made them have to be to jump through hoops and men are no higher morally than they have to be to try to like get the things they want out of life it ain't like human beings is human beings we the ones rigged the game and now we mad but yes i'd be damned if if i was a woman a straight woman i guess and men was asking me out i'd be goddamn i pay for a bad date for what that's the backwards uh, bring some money just like that's how dangerous men are we like bring some money because if this nigga realizes a bad date he gonna be mad and take it out on you if you say well you promised to pay for this so now you gotta pay for your own shit that's such bullshit Mm-mm, you pay for this shit nigga mm-hmm. then you have some women they like i don't give a fuck i'm paying for all my meals because i don't want you to thank you that's what i'm saying pussy. yeah that's exactly what i'm saying like that's that's bullshit like if i like i had to miss scandal and you wasted my fucking time come on and now i'm out fifty dollars for a steak fuck i could have been at home listening to beyonce fuck you yeah no fuck all you ruined my night sir anywho love you too and have a great weekend also send me positive vibes for whenever you two taking next week off creating the podcast yeah it'll be soon i don't know when but i thought this week and i thought about it i, I took yesterday off i woke up feeling great so i was like maybe i just need a day off so working for yourself you get to decide you two definitely give us all great engaging content you deserve some real some rest relaxation and rejuvenation Cecilia Catania um and a quote the spirit the will to win the will to excel are the things that endure these qualities are so much more important than the events that occur Vince Lombardi oh I didn't even uh the uh, old football coach mm-hmm. alright last one and guess what it's about Karen cultural appropriation how'd you know uh hannah writes in that's a wild guess i'm just assuming thanks for this great episode if you don't read this email it's okay i know it's way too long (laughs) y'all we laugh every time y'all say that but y'all know that y'all y'all it's like you know i can see it right not just that but you know that what you're doing you know (laughs) you know that you're doing it yeah this is why i don't talk about it it's too much all right let's i'm gonna give you a shot here we go as long as you don't go off to the to the hotel lane we good baby yeah well that's karen's rule thanks for the great episode if you don't read this email it's okay i know it's way too long if you i want to give my five cents about if culture is something monolithic and easily defined i'm white born oh girl it's about to be real hold on Whew. I'm white, born, and currently living in Northern Europe. But from one years old to 15 years old, I live in four different countries with different languages and different cultures. 
five of those years was in the philippines i also went through puberty in the philippines my parents did speak their mother tongue at home and i was eventually able to go to a university in my in the my land of my birth so i never lost all my roots but culture is still something very complex for me especially as a teenager i tried to fit in with my friends and i think i truly did get brainwashed into some of the filipino ways of thinking and seeing life but my filipina auntie had a real relationship with me and she would always let me see the differences between my family's life and the way of raising her kids i could never be rachel dozal because i was taught very clearly that my color and birthplace and my passport always will make me separate from my friends and my filipino quote-unquote family i had no idea what my culture is but it's not it is not filipino or european and because of my skin color i will never become filipino in any true sense but because of how i was raised i will never be culturally purely european i don't think what happened to me is appropriation because my auntie truly did try and teach and make me more acceptable to the for the world i lived in as a child whose parents were outsiders and could not help me survive being a teenager in a very foreign culture foreign culture for my parents so i have very mixed feelings about that movie about a white ethiopian muslim i think it was dakota fanning or something Mm -hmm. i totally agree that stories from africa should be uh from an actual african perspective and hollywood needs to make actual black movies about with actual black people but i know from personal experience that there are some people whose skin colors not match the life and culture that people expect someone with 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 that color to be and will be the first to say that i absolutely had white privilege and rich privilege and all kinds of perks growing up so my life is nothing like my friends living in poverty and that way i will never truly know the experience of being filipino and poor but i do get very close to those about one million well-to-do filipinos who have dual citizenship in the usa but i've never been to the u.s so on and so forth just one last thing the last time i went to a filipino cookout here in my current city oh they invite you to cook out well shit you good then okay look they that's invited the you to the cookout dog it's nothing i can say okay they invite you to the actual cookout you got an invitation look that's the goal all right so you already kind of goes you already kind of won as a white person it doesn't really get better than being invited to the cookout i know because yeah you can you got i've seen it on twitter cookout it's apparently really hard yes it is um there's a <laughs> but yeah in my current city there was a new person there and we talked about family for an hour and then she said so nice talking to you it's like going home so my mixed weird cultural hybrid is not just in my head actual living people sometimes notice it too i love the show sorry for the rambling love hina um yeah i look man i'm gonna tell you the truth okay i don't know what to do with that shit like you live in your your life and that's the life you was given man like it's only on the internet where it turns so black and white and the correct like there's it's never a lot been a gray there's never been a cool white person there's never been a bad black person like that's some internet shit man like mm-hmm. continue to live your life like you living it on and offline and you'll be you should be fine like you don't seem like you're trying to perpetrate mm-hmm. from what you wrote and you don't seem like there's uh, we know the white people that pull the like you know the dola's allergy brought up where it's like i'm basically black because i was i lived here or my friends are all this or whatever but there's some cultural exchange and i think what happens a lot of times is people uh are getting so less cool about it It used to be a fucking thing i i don't even know when we had to stop I, you know i think it's just an internet thing it can't it be is. real life because like it's not on the internet it's like motherfuckers be mad when they see like white people dancing too good right or they can see like there you have rhythm it can stay on beat like they see a twerk team a twerk class full of white women 
being taught normally by a black woman who's making that money come on and be mad and i'll be like who gives a fuck like that's like if them motherfuckers want to learn how to badly twerk and paying however much money an hour and some black woman's getting paid off of that shit good get to that bag teach them start rap classes teach all that get paid for it they get, taking it anyway get paid young nigga get paid it's better than a youtube tutorial okay i'm telling yes. you right now but yeah i don't even like i still when i see white people doing some black shit real good i'll be like oh like it's a little extra something to it because i'll be like mm, how did now who taught them that like the act the fact that we trying to act like it's not real is so such an internet thing man like we see a white dude to play basketball real good like, like white dante play for the bucks i believe like that's a whole thing for us it's funny it's like yo look how he talk look how he dress look how he like like this white dude was like clearly raised around a lot of black culture and mm-hmm. shit and, and that that's used, okay yeah you know it used to be a thing you could be like cool you know and low-key we never really stopped doing it with black people we just call it something different but every time we throw around one of them fucking like look at this black person that graduated with 17 degrees like we still kind of celebrating like we know that like that type of education system is mostly a white thing Mm -hmm. and when we look at someone that makes certain achievements like in corporate america or you know monetarily a lot of times we're also low-key celebrating white like their ingratiation and ability to navigate white supremacy so well it's a big complex mess man yes it is you know and it's not cut and dry but yeah oh man y'all know who white dante is k can yeah don't just look up white dante look up his youtube and his interviews for post game that's what the that's what the fun is did we play i think we did we play it on a balls deep probably but oh, that okay. motherfucker talk black that's another thing people oh there's no such thing as talking black yes the fuck there is and you all know it and there's a thing is talking white too it's okay doesn't make you white doesn't make them black but if you think that's not a thing you are lying to yourself we all been on the phone with somebody and been like that's a nigga uh, 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 uh. like i don't know why we gotta football, tell these basketball is a sport basketball nba i can let me i can look up his last name okay uh but uh he's he's a um he's like a shooting guard he was just came out of college uh dante divincenzo uh is divincenzo i think is how you pronounce it um but yeah he's a white dude he got a a fade (laughs) he be be talking in the interviews like no i was just trying you know get open you know what i'm saying like it's good it used to be a time we would laugh at that it was like oh that's adorable look at this white dude he sound black and now it's like cultural appropriation let me i wrote 17 paragraphs yeah well sometimes that's just how they were raised yeah like whatever like we always had this idea that like the cops show up and then dante started being like officer i don't know what was going on okay ah! first of all my teammates are black and i was scared you know so i don't know all right that's it for today man thank y'all for listening this is a long one thank we'll you. talk to you guys later we appreciate y'all uh shout out to dale covan who wondered where my uh our feedback show was because i saw the joker and he thought that i it inspired me to quit doing the show but <laughs> no we were just supporting amanda seals a black woman something you wouldn't know nothing about all right until next time love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.